0: All right. So they, it says I'm live. I don't know who, uh, who's out there. If anybody is, but if you are, let me know in the chat because that's what it's there for folks. That's why the chat is there. So, Hey, uh, this is episode number 250 of Just Another Fanboy uh, is what we're doing here today, and I'll be completely 100% honest with you. I am not prepared in any way, which uh, is okay because that's that's how we do here at Just another Fanboy. We are not prepared. I had a couple of things. I mean kind of planned in the back of my head, I did ask folks to submit questions beforehand that I could I could answer during the episode. And uh, I thought I would talk a bit about podcasting. I should say real quick that when I say this is episode number 250, it's it's episode 250 of just another fanboy. But I have actually, to date, I have exactly, um, well, 611, 612. This will be 613, I think, as far as episodes that I have put out there. Most of them you can find on the Everything or Else podcasting feed. It's it's just, it's, it's, it's another feed out there, basically. It's like s- subscribing to a podcast. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. It's just, I put every episode that I create, whether it's for just another fanboy or event or else or... Stephen or Else, or the upcoming The Superman Super Show, it all goes there. And um, I also want to say before we really get into it, because technically I haven't, I mean, I, I've started recording, but I haven't said the words that start the episode, but one of the things I'm going to be talking about is, is how I podcast, and you're going to see it here. If you're watching the video live or if you watch it later, you'll see the way I record a podcast. I'll, I'll talk about the some of the technical stuff as well as, um, well, what you're going to see now. And a lot of it, what you'll find out uh, as I'm pulling back the curtain, is that there's, there's a lot of times, like just right at that very moment, where I pause to think about what it is I'm going to say, and I think most people do that, but I tend to babble non-coherently for a while, and uh, sometimes I just stop and wait, and as I'm recording, sometimes I will say something that uh, maybe I want to say it different, so I'll just, I'll just say it again, and all that stuff gets edited out of the show know that now before we get started because we're about to get started. One of the things that I often do over and over is the cold opening to the show, which I am about to record because I typically don't have that planned. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, but I'm having a hard time remembering where to put my eyes. My camera is right up here, but I have a larger monitor. I'm using a Anyway, I've got a big monitor behind where the web camera is, so I, I keep wanting to look up there, and that's why it looks all weird. So anyway, let's try the cold opening, and uh, we'll just we'll just do it like this. Uh, we'll start with, you've, you've got your basic cold openings, basically, which go a little something like this. <clears throat> You're listening to Just Another Fanboy, episode number 250. See, and I, I couldn't think of anything to say after that. It's what I do. It's it's what I do. So let's let's try it again. Um You're listening to just another fanboy episode number 250, The Big Celebration. Yay, that was terrible. That was kind of dumb. So I'm probably not going to use that one. Um You're listening to just another fanboy episode number 250, episode 250. That was all right. That was all right, I suppose. And then music plays. You know, there's the music that my friend uh, Derek Nybarger created that I use at the at the opening of the show. And then I say, and that's all put in later. I don't have the capabilities. I don't have like a mixing board. You know, some of the really impressive podcasters, they have all this stuff set up and they're ready to go and they can do it all in one shot and add the music as they're recording. And I, I can't do that. I, I do it during the recording. So this is this would be where... The music would typically typically go, but since I'm talking over where the music is going to go, I'm going to do the opening one more time, and because uh, I'm going to include all this, the plan is to include all of this in the episode, even though it technically hasn't officially started yet. <clears throat> You're listening to Just Another Fanboy, episode number two hundred and fifty, the two hundred fiftieth episode celebration.
1: Boys and girls, your attention, please. Presenting a new exciting radio program featuring the thrilling adventures of an amazing and incredible personality.
0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Just Another Podcast. I'm your host, my name is Steven, and yeah... We're talking episode 250 here, folks. I've got a lot of things to talk about, but nothing jotted down. There is no plan. There is no template. It's just all going to come off the top of my head, with the exception of the... I think I got five questions beforehand. Let me look here real quick. One, two, three, four, five. Five questions that I will be answering at some point during this show. Um, Leave a comment... Leave a, if, if you're watching live, feel free to ask your questions during the live stream and I will answer them as I can. Actually, I don't like the big wide screen here with my face, so I kind of want to do a screen share thing here. Let's see, because I can add stuff, right? Let's look here. Yeah, I don't want to do that. That's, that's going to be a pain in the butt. All right, so let me talk about podcasting before I get into actually answering some questions. And I'll just kind of run down how I record and put together a podcast, before I do, however, I do want to mention, so I, I talked before we got into the whole theme song and all that junk. I talked about did I did I talk about it? I might not have talked about it. I might not have started recording before I talked about it. Or I was I was at one point speaking and carrying on, and I realized I hadn't hit the button that made me go live. So I may have been talking about it at that point. But I have another podcast feed out there called everything or else, and it's it's a podcast that just I just put up episodes from all the other shows that I do so it's it's kind of the main feed or the the I always call it the one feed you're ever gonna need because it's got just another fanboy it's got Stephen or else it's got event or else it's got well, it will have the new. The Superman Super Show that's coming up. The show that I'm uh, doing with Ed Moore. In fact, if you were subscribed to Everything or Else, the I, I put the trailer up today. I hadn't planned on it. I'm going to tell this little story. That's why, that's why I brought up the whole Everything or Else thing. See, I don't advertise Everything or Else all that often. Every once in a while, I'll bring it up. And... The other day on Twitter, uh, it was about, probably about this time yesterday, I just put up a tweet and said, hey, uh, do y'all know about everything or else? It's where you can go to get all the episodes that I put out, blah, 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 blah. And then I put a link. Well, since there's not uh, everything or else website, I mean, there is, I, I should mention I use the podcasting service Pinecast and Pinecast will put together little websites for whatever show you want to put together, if you want to use it or not. I don't really use them. So there is one out there for everything or else, but it's, you know, it's got a long uh freaking address. There goes another one of my long pauses. It's got a long URL. So I I I don't typically stick that on anything when I'm talking about everything or else. And so what I did was I put the link to where you can find the show on Apple Podcasts. Now, I've done that before with other podcasts, so I don't know how this happened but not long after i put that tweet up i don't even know if the tweet is the impetus behind this happening but suddenly everything or else is freaking blowing up in fact just over the last i'm going to i'm going to refresh i'm looking at the 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 stats page right now i'm going to do a refresh refresh i'm going to do a refresh and good lord In the last 24 hours, okay, so let me try to uh, bring this in. Let me try to add a little perspective here, first of all. Typically, in a 24-hour period, the most downloads slash listens I get on any one of my podcasts, and just another fanboy is probably the one that gets the most. So on a day that I release an episode, at the most... I will get 50 downloads at the most on a any on on a day that's that's the highest I've I've ever gotten now every once in a while I think a bot will come in and just suddenly download or or whatever bots do every episode that's that's all in the podcast that's part of the podcast so for example if a bot did that today over at Just Another Fanboy, I would suddenly get 250 new downloads slash listens. And so I have seen that stuff happen before. That's that's happened every once in a while, once in, every once in a great while. So that happened yesterday and it happened over at Everything or Else. And currently, let me see how many episodes I've got over there on the Everything or Else feed. There are 382 episodes currently actually three hundred and eighty three now that I have put the trailer up for the Superman super show I mean we've got the old Stephen or else podcast that that is no longer out there you can you can only find those episodes at everything or else it's got the new version of Stephen or else which only put out like fifteen episodes and i'm I'm working on it it's got the old because I did. <laughs> I'm really bad when it comes to uh, content because I I tend to uh, get distracted by shiny objects. So I did uh, a, a version of Everything or Else a couple of years back, and I did, I think, all of the issues for Marvel Superhero Secret Wars. And then I did the first five or six issues of Crisis on Infinite Earths. And then I just stopped. I just kind of, I just didn't have time anymore, and I stopped doing it. And then I was trying to come up with. Uh, I wanted to put a YouTube show together, and I thought everything or else kind of lent itself to uh, uh, an idea for a YouTube show. But I didn't want to use the episodes that were already out there, so I just, I just started it all over. I kept the 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 podcast, uh, you know the. The the podcast itself, the RSS feed, all that stayed the same. I just deleted all the episodes and started over and created new episodes. So I did 12 for each issue of Marvel Superhero Secret Wars. And I just now, just today, finished uh, editing the audio for Crisis on Infinite Earths issue number eight. But I guess I'm tangenting. So I have, what did I say? 383 episodes over there. That includes, again, episodes that are no longer anywhere else. You can only get them at everything or else. It also includes trailers and and, and whatnot. What it does not include, of course, are the 230 episodes that I've done for the patrons over at My Other Podcast, which is called My Other Podcast. Um, though some of those have shown up on the Just Another Fanboy feed. So there are a handful of them out there on everything or else. But what I'm trying to say is <clears throat> I've had days where, you know, if if bots or, or whatever it is that just comes in and suddenly downloads one, you know, one, de- one download per episode, um, then I would see about, at this point, 383 downloads for the day. But from the time from around 24 hours ago to today, the everything or else podcast feed has gotten 4,023 downloads or listens. I don't know where that's coming from. I don't know why that's happening, but it hasn't stopped. I tweeted out about it just a few hours ago and said that I had almost 2,000 and now we're over 4,000 and, uh, I don't, I don't know what, it, I don't know what it means. I do know that whenever, um, the, uh, uh, and I say bots, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not technical. I mean, I don't, I don't know the ins and outs. So I'm not 100% sure where these fake downloads come from, where, where I will suddenly get 200 downloads in a day. But I do know that my podcasting service Pinecast, like once a quarter or something, it goes in and kind of can recognize what our, tr- what true downloads slash listens are because we can't call them just downloads anymore because some people stream episodes. So Pinecast will go in every few months and can identify those downloads slash listens that are not quote unquote real. And so, you know, one day suddenly uh, three or 400 downloads slash listens will disappear from my stats. And then I will, I'll cry for a little bit And then I'll update my spreadsheet because I, I do track a lot of my, a lot of my stuff, even though Pinecast is keeping track of all that stuff. I, I take all my, see, I just hit the microphone. So I'm going to have to say that over again. So when I put it, because if this was, I'm trying to, to not take out anything for this episode, I want it to be raw and uncut, but If this was a, 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 you know, if I was just doing a regular episode and I hit the microphone like that, I would say that line. I would try to remember exactly what I said. And I would say it over again. Uh. Anyway, so where was I? Good Lord. I can't remember where I was, but. Where was? Oh, so yeah, I take all those stats from the. So we'll just use just another fanboy as an example, right? So I take all the stats that that Pinecast gives me. I keep seeing people pop in and out of the live stream and that's that's that hurts. You know, that hurts me deep down. I'm in a tangent for a minute. It's like, "Ooh, I got somebody watching." And then 5 seconds later they're gone. And if I feel like they're going, "Hey, let's let's uh, let's check out this 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 live stream." Boop. Nah. They give me like 3 seconds. Nope. And then they're gone. And that that hurts. That hurts me deep down. Maybe if I uh maybe if I take the blur the blur off my camera. Can I take the blur off my camera at this point? I don't think I can. Ooh, I changed. I changed the definition. I did that. Oh, here's my here's my background. Let's take that off. See, I don't you don't need to see where I live. Anyway. So yeah, people come in and then they leave, and it and it hurts me. So I take all the stats that Pinecast put together, for example, for just another fanboy, and I I put that in a spreadsheet. So all the downloads slash listens for each episode, and it's broken down by episode, and it's got a total. and And I I also take uh you know the the standard guide to okay I'm gonna I'm gonna change my freaking camera settings because that higher definition has made it, so I freeze a lot. Back to standard. Back to the standard definition. Anyway, so then I take, of course, the total number of downloads. I'm just going to call them downloads. Total number of downloads, and I divide that by the total number of episodes, and then that should tell me, in general, how many listeners I have, right? In general, that's, that's, that's I think, the best thing that we have, uh, us podcasters. In this day and age, to to kind of get a gauge of how many listeners we have, so I I put this all in a spreadsheet because then I also take the number of downloads slash listens. I said I was gonna I said I was just gonna say downloads, and, and I I already broke my rule. So then I take the number of downloads per uh, for each episode from the everything or else feed because those have to be included as well. There are folks who don't subscribe to just another fanboy or. Everything or else they or I'm, uh, they don't subscribe to just another fanboy, or uh new mutant brother my man new mutant, is on the scene, yeah, there's math, my friend, we're talking spreadsheets right now, and I'm trying to keep it short, but yeah, Alan, new mutant says I was told there would be no math, and I sorry, brother, but uh I've gotten into the weeds, and I'm trying to fight my way out but it's not quite working at this point. So anyway, then I take everything from the Everything or Else feed. I put that in the spreadsheet. I take all of the quote unquote views because I also put audio only episodes up on YouTube. And I put those all into, I got to put all that together to find out exactly how many people are listening to me. Let's let's do an update on the Everything or Else feed. We're up to 4,061. 4,061 over on Everything or Else. So, I wanted to talk real quick about how I put a podcast together and you're kind of seeing it right now. I just, uh, sometimes I have an idea of what I'm going to talk about and I take notes. Sometimes I script a little bit of it and, uh, I use audacity, which I know, uh, some of you podcasting purists are frowning at me at this point. I've, I've had people actually talk down to me online for using audacity because, uh, there are better things to use at this point, and and that might be true. There, there might be better things to use. And I did download Reaper, and I opened it up, and it looked so different that I just said, nope, and I closed it back up, and uh, I've never gone back. I am an old man, and we fear new technology. I try to embrace technology as much as I can, but... As an old man, I also you know i I spent a lot of time working with audacity and learning how it works and getting used to everything and making the podcast sound just how I want it to sound and that uh new mutant if you're listening that's yeah, that's Karen I don't know if you heard her I don't know if the microphone picked her up, but that's that's my wife. I'm out in the middle of everywhere, and uh typically I would just you know if a member of the family had to come in to do something, I would just pause for a moment and then I would uh, come back to it when they were done. But we're not doing that today. Raw and uh, uncut, that's, what, that's how we're rolling. So anything, I, I, anyway, I record everything on Audacity. And then I, I, there's a couple of things I do after I'm done with the recording. I run it through, I, I amplify the voice a bit. Uh, I run it through a, a, a bass boost. I add a little boost, a little, little bass, it little boost it to my, to my voice and, uh, ah, Alan says, Alan, uh, new mutant Alan says, hi to my wife. She's already left the room, brother, but I'll tell her, don't worry. Uh, add a little bass to the voice because, uh, the, the microphone, which I, I do like my microphone, it's a fee Fine, something or other. Um, it doesn't have quite enough bass that I like. And then I run it through a compressor. And uh, yeah, that's about it. I do the noise removal. I always wait. I I start recording and I sit in silence for at least 30 seconds so that I can then select the room noise. That's the room noise. Then you select that through the noise remover and then it removes that from the freaking recording, which is pretty cool. And then, of course, I edit out anytime I, I cough or sniff or burp. I just burped. I'm sorry. And, uh, edit out some of the times that I say, uh, I do say, uh, a lot. I don't edit them all out because I, (laughs) you know, you want people to, to, you you don't want people to think you're perfect, right? You want people to think you're professional. So you edit out a lot of that stuff, but then you don't, you leave some of it in. So, so they, they don't know that you're editing basically (laughs) is kind of the, kind of the, kind of the trick there uh but that's about it that's 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 how I podcast. I used to use my phone as a microphone if anybody's interested all right well let 's get to some let's get to some questions uh those of you if you're watching live over on the youtubes you can ask me questions there in the chat and I will answer them to the best of my ability but i 'll go to the the questions that we have that were given to me beforehand um, from folks over on the Twitter. My first question comes from Ed Moore. Ed is the co-host of my new show that I was talking about, The Superman Super Show, which, again, the trailer is out there. SupermanSuperShow.com is the web address. The podcast is called The Superman Super Show. The trailer wasn't supposed to go up until Monday. I went ahead and released it last night just so I could. It's the first episode on the feed, so I wanted to start getting everything aggregated to all the various uh, podcatchers out there. And then, of course, with everything that started going on with um, everything or else, uh, with all the uh, sudden downloads, I went ahead and, and released it over there. As well, just to kind of, kind of take advantage. Anyway, so Ed Moore, who's the co-host of the, st- <laughs> seeing there I go again. I just you'd never know that this is the way I was if you if you weren't, weren't watching this. But because I I sound so I sound so good and I sound so put together in the podcast once I do all the editing. Ed Moore asks if you could have it. If you could only have one trade collected edition or storyline with you on a desert island, what would it be? That is not an easy answer. Uh, collected edition or storyline? I would have to go honestly. The first thing that 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 just springs to mind is the Bone one volume co- uh, collection. Um, not because it's my favorite comic book out there, not because it's my my favorite storyline, not because it's you know the 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 thing that I would love to read over and over and over and over, even though I I do, I, I've read it quite often. I, I I read it a lot. But I think if I was stuck on a desert island and only had that one thing to read, I would like it to be pretty big. <laughs> you know, the one volume collection uh is you know, it's freaking big. It's thick. It's a long story. So that's what I would choose if I could only pick just the one. Looks like Ed is responsible for three of the five questions that we got beforehand. His second question is What one character is your all time favorite and why? That would be Superman. Superman is my all-time number one favorite. Well, he's my favorite superhero. What character? Because I also lean toward Frank Einstein, the madman of Snap City, as written by Mike Allred. Um, yeah, that's another tough question. I'm going to just go... I'm going to go with Superman. Uh, if If you have have, or when you will, because you know, you're going to check out the Superman super show and you look at the podcasting, you know, the artwork for the, for the podcast, you'll see it on, on podcaster podcasting apps everywhere. There's a little dude, a picture of a, 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 an actual photo of a little guy holding up a Superman shirt that he got for his fourth birthday in 1976. That was me. I have been in love with Superman since I was four years old. And I am almost 50. And it's the reason why Ed and I are doing the Superman Super Show. I'm going to keep plugging that sucker because I even mention it in the first episode, which will be out on Monday, April 18th. I have always said that Superman is my most favorite superhero comic book character. But when it comes down to the number of Superman comics that I've read, in in 84 years, that's how long Superman comic books have been published, 84 years, as of April 18th, because uh, Action Comics, number one, the first appearance of Superman, came out on April 18th, 1938. And yeah, I haven't read all that many of them, and I've never Never read any of the Golden Age, and in fact, I never read that first appearance of Superman until just last year maybe I don't remember it's it's a year maybe two years ago, so that's why we're doing the Superman super show because you know Superman is my favorite my favorite di- my 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 favorite character, and uh I'm very sadly uh have not read. Many of those books. So. Trying to change that. All right. Ed's third third question is just simply color or black and white. And that's not really it. That's. I don't really have a preference. To be honest with you. I'm going to take a drink. I'm going to do it like that. That one politician. Anyway. I hope you guys enjoyed that, the creepy water drinking. If you're only listening to the podcast, you'll have to go back and look at the video to see that because it was it was pretty awesome. But uh, I don't really have a preference. Uh, I don't mind either. However, I will say this. If the first time I read a comic, if I read it and it was color, and then they release a black and white version, you know, like these these uh, essentials, I think they're called essentials that Marvel did, where they were re-releasing like all the original X-Men books and the Spider-Man books and whatnot, but they were black and white. I'm like, nah, why, why do that? Why, why read a black and white book when you know there's a color version out there? However, if the book was originally done in black and white, then I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna not read it. You know, I grew up reading ElfQuest. That was black and white. I uh, the Walking Dead was all black and white until recently they started making color versions, and they did colorize ElfQuest at one point. But and Bone Bone is is uh, it's it's all black and white. They again they will with these black and white books they'll sometimes come back and do color versions. But I don't really have a preference if it's uh if the first time I was introduced to the book if it's in black and white. If the art's good and the story's good, I don't care. Sometimes coloring can ruin a book. I've talked about coloring before. The introduction of digital coloring into the world uh, sometime in the 90s was both a, a wonderful thing for comics and a horrible thing for comics at the same time because some people don't understand how to use that digital process. And they do things that just make a book look weird. It's it's like they, folks think that, all right, now I have, you know, we used to have four colors that we had to work with. Now we got just the rainbow. We can do anything we want. So let's just go over the fricking moon with it and uh, use like 19 different skin tones on one person. Nah, don't do that. That's, if I want to look, At a real human being? I'll look at a real human being. I'm not picking up a comic book for realism. Anyway, that was a little tirade. That was a little little crankiness. only got two questions left, folks. That was really most of the episode was me answering questions. So again, if you are watching live, throw some questions at me, folks. Throw them at me. Speedball, I'll knock them right back at you. Actually, if all else fails... There are a couple of things. There's at least one thing I I do want to talk about. Anyway, Ian Levenstein from Comic Timing and Comic Geek Speak asks, he kind of asks a similar question to Ed. He says, stealing from an old top five we did, what five comics or trades would you bring with you to a desert island? All right, so we've already said bone. Um, Murder Falcon, I will take that trade with me because that is an excellent book. Uh, let's see. I got to pick three more. Good Lord. That's not an easy question to answer. Uh, Madman, I will take the first uh, Madman Library edition. So that's that's three. I will take... Um, See, if I could just take a whole run, I would take John Burns, Man of Steel, because that was the, his, his his Superman was, was my introduction to Superman in the comic books. I do talk about this a little bit on the Superman Super Show starting Monday, April 18th, coming to a podcatcher near you. But I was first introduced to Superman from the Super Friends, like I think a lot of kids my age were, you know, and that was... Like I said, I was four years old when I got my first Superman shirt, so 76. And it wasn't until 10 years later, in 86, when John Byrne came on to Superman, after the crisis, that I started reading Superman comic books, which seems kind of crazy. But anyway, so I would go with uh, his whole run. If you could collect, I know they've done different volumes, but if... Whoa! I just moved my stuff here. If you could do different volumes of, or they did different volumes, they could put it all in the one volume. That's that's what I would take. But that's four. Um, good lord, that's hard. I'm really getting into Paper Girls. I I started that a while back, and I, I I've I've started it back up again. I'm really liking it. The Walking Dead. Maybe take the first. Giant phone book edition of The Walking Dead I don't know that's tough I mean madman and murder Falcon that's pretty easy Whew. maybe the entire if i could if if I'm allowed to take like I said if I'm allowed to take an entire i think the question the question says exactly. What five comics, Well, I think he means single issues, or trades would you bring to a desert island? Uh, does anybody remember Proof? From the early 2000s, Alex Grecian, Riley Rosmo. I'll take that first trade. I'd take the entire run if I could. Take that first trade. Or man, ooh, ooh, I forgot about Darwin Cook's New Frontier. That's a tough one. I probably should have looked at these beforehand and really gave it some deep thought. So we'll go Bone, one volume edition. We'll go uh, Madman, the the first library edition collection. Does the Madman Gargantua, does it collect everything until Image Comics? Because Madman was through Tundra and then Dark Horse, and then Image. Whichever collection collects the most. (laughs) We'll just say that. Uh, And then I'll go ahead and say New Frontier. So that's three. And then uh, Murder Falcon, the first trade, that's four. And uh, the first Elf Quest, uh, the The collection I'm reading right now that collects the the first the the original quest the first 20 issues of the original run those are my five done. All right, my final question comes from Andre, one of our one of our longtime listeners. He's he he uh, retweets every time I put a, a, a tweet up about the show. He retweets it because that's how awesome he is. He asks when and why did you switch to digital. And how has the experience been so far? So digital comics is what he's asking about. Um, you know, as a, as a comic book fan and as a collector, I, uh, I was first introduced to comics really kind of in, in, in the er, mid to early eighties. I didn't start collecting comics myself until sometime after that, uh, collected throughout most of the 90s, and then I stopped, got back into comics the same week that Identity Crisis issue number one came out. I know that because I happened to be, there There was a particular week that I had a very weird schedule at work. I didn't have to be there until like 10 o'clock. And I, w- I was getting up at the normal time, and so I left early and i said to myself self why don't you stop at the comic book store on the way to work you don't have to buy anything just just stop in and then i made a little deal with my deal with myself i said if they are open and you can find a spot in front of the store to park then go in and buy a comic because the this comic book store at the time was located on massachusetts street in downtown lawrence kansas if you're familiar with this geographical area, you know that it's not always easy to find a parking space in front of those stores on Massachusetts Street. It's a it's a down, it's one of those, you know, quaint downtown shopping districts that you you there are parking spaces along the street. There are there are a few parking lots a street over, but it's not like going to a Walmart where you have a giant parking lot. It's it's a, it's a row of shops on either side of the street for a number of blocks. The other thing that, that, that you should probably know about this area is that a lot of times these stores, especially comic book stores, didn't open until 10 or 10.30. Well, I had to be to work at 10. So it was like 9 o'clock when I'm rolling into town, 9, 9.30. Well, let me tell you what happened. The annual downtown Massachusetts Street sidewalk sale was going on, which should mean parking is going to be horrible, but also means store is going to be open because they open early during the sidewalk sales. So I found out that the store was open, but I got a spot right up front, literally right in front of the front door. And so I went in and just started looking around. I was, I was caught up on what was going on in comics at the time, even though I wasn't collecting, but I was still reading all the news articles and whatnot online. So I went in and I found, I knew about Identity Crisis. I didn't know when it was starting and I saw it there on the shelf. It had just come out that week. So I picked that up and there was also, uh, around the same time, Astonishing X-Men from, uh, Joss Whedon, who I probably wouldn't buy any of his crap anymore. But it was he was a big deal back then. And uh they were probably maybe on issue two or three at this point, and it was getting really popular, but they had released a quote unquote director's cut of issue number one, and then they had like issue two and possibly three there as well. So yeah, that's how I that's how I got back into comics. Um still haven't really answered your question, haven't even gotten close to it yet, but It was around that time that I discovered podcasts and that's when I started podcasting and that's when the first round of of Just Another Fanboy started, uh, which was in 2006. And then when I stopped podcasting, uh, couldn't afford the comics anymore, so I stopped reading comics. Shoot forward to about I don't know, 2015, 2016, somewhere around there, 2017, maybe. I, my, 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 my job, I have never, at this point, I had never owned a smartphone. In fact, the cell phone that I had at the time was kind of one of those that you'd buy off the shelf at Walgreens, that you'd have to preload, low-rent fanboy. Well, my job at the time, I got promoted to a supervisor, and they they ended up providing me with a phone, a work phone, smartphone. And it was it, it wasn't a big phone. Matter of fact, this is the this is the current one, the current work phone I have. This is my my phone. I know it's blurry, but here, my phone, work phone. Anyway. I had learned, because I had been going to the library to, to check out trade paperbacks every once in a while, just to read, you know, to, just to kind of stay caught up on certain things. Well, I learned uh, through the library that there was a, a, an app out there called Hoopla, Hoopla Digital, that uh, you could log into using your library card and check out digital comics. And so I started doing that. Now, reading them on a phone isn't the, the most pleasant of experiences because phone, the screens on a phone are obviously not as big as a, as a comic book. And so luckily they, they invented, you know, when they started doing the digital comics in places on places like Hoopla. And then uh, I think first it was through places like comiXology, which is still around. You could uh, read them panel to panel. And so, uh, That's how I read comics for a while and loved it and have never looked back because the one thing that I I like the most about digital, well, the two things is that, A, I just, I don't have room for comics, physical comics in my life anymore. I just don't. Don't have room for them. I got a whole bunch of them in the attic that uh, probably need to be thrown away at, at, at this point because that's my dog. That's my dog. So he's going to do that for a minute. So I'm going to mute for just a moment and see if I can get somebody to come take care of my dog. Ronna, can you ask mom to come get the dog? Dog's still barking. Hold on. I'm going to text somebody. Can somebody come take care of this Dog. I had to yell, that's why I muted the mic. See if I can uh text somebody to come take care of no. Let's see here. Some of this I may cut out, you know. I may cut out of the episode. I don't know. I'm keep talking about this whole raw and uncut. Can you come get this dog? Send. He's right here. He's a cute dog. I love my dog. He's old though. And uh, he doesn't, he doesn't think very well anymore because he's old. He used to, he used to tell us that he needed food or that he needed to go out by just walking up to us and looking at us. If I'm sitting on the couch watching TV and my dog Niles, if he comes over and sits down and starts staring up at me, he needs some food. Or he needs to go outside. If it's if it's time for him to eat, and I hadn't fed him yet, I'd be like, "Oh crap, Niles, I'm sorry. I go get him some food." If it's if it's not that time, I'm like, "All right, buddy, you want to go outside?" And then we'd go outside. And he was always so super cute about it because he'd come up and he'd look at me, and I'd say, "You you need to go outside," and he would come up on his hind legs and he would put his little paws on my knee and be like, "Miss Dad, let's go outside." Now it's like he he's really old, and I don't think he quite sees as well as he used to. And so he just walks out into the middle of the room and starts barking. So uh, somebody, somebody's gonna come take care of him. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, I don't, I don't have room in my life for physical comics anymore. Like I said, I got, I got a whole bunch of them up in my attic that are uh, never really got around to storing properly. So I'm sure most of them are ruined and they just need to be thrown away. And I like the idea of ultimately being able to carry around my comic book collection on my phone. I think that's neat. The other thing I like about it is on comic book day, on new comic book day, I don't really buy a lot of new comics. I can't afford it. But I do, uh, take just a little bit of what I get from my patrons. Some of it goes toward paying the monthly, uh, podcasting fee to, to do the podcast. Some of it goes to, uh, pay for a bit of groceries, but I do buy a few new comics every once in a while. I may get maybe four a month, but I like, you know, I I distinctly remember the first time this happened. I I woke up at two o'clock in the morning, couldn't sleep, realized it was new comic book day, got onto my phone just to see what was out there, and I bought a new comic and I started reading it. You know, that's pretty awesome. There was, I think, I think there was even, I was expecting, I was looking forward to a certain comic that was coming out that week. It was like one I had already planned on getting and and was really looking forward to it. I feel like that might be the case. And, you know, I didn't have to go out during my lunch hour, which I usually did back when I was buying comics. I would go out during my lunch hour and 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 get the books from my pull list and, and take them back to work and read them while I finished up my lunch. And I do, I miss that. I do. There, there's, there's a part of me that misses that there, you know, the going into the store, you know, if it's a, if it's a good comic book store, they'll put your, your books in a paper bag. That's just big enough to fit maybe 20 books. And, uh, then taking your, your stack home or, or in my case to work, pulling your stack of books out, flipping through them and deciding which one you wanted to read first and which one you wanted to save to last and, you know, ordering them that way. And eventually comic book stores started to actually sell them bagged and boarded, which was genius. Uh, I think a lot of these mail order places like DCBS would sell, would send them to you bagged and boarded. So a lot of the local comics shops started doing that, but It was just something about it that, you know, and I I miss that aspect. What I don't miss is after I'm done reading it, what do I do with the flipping thing? Where do I put it? Because I don't have any space in this small little house to put any more frickin' comic books, but I can wake up at three o'clock in the morning, sit on the couch in my underwear on a freaking Wednesday morning and buy a comic and read it before most of y'all even got out of bed. I think that's pretty cool. I really enjoy that. Um, I don't like, of course, feeling like uh, at some point maybe the comics that I bought will disappear, you know? Oh, see, I hit I hit the mic again, so I'll have to go, you know, again if I wanted to edit it. And I might, again. You never know. Might be wrong on cut. I don't know. I don't understand. But, you know, what if the zombie apocalypse strikes? How, how, how what, what's going to happen to my comics? Of course, I'd be thinking the same thing if they were physical comics. I'm not going to be trying to survive the zombie apocalypse with uh, 20 long boxes <laughs> full of comics in tow. That yeah, would be pretty crazy. But uh, I'd like to see that on The Walking Dead. You know, I haven't seen that yet, you know? And it's over, from what I understand. they They just finished up the last episode as far as the filming, but... You know, just once. Just once. I mean, it's a it's a freaking TV show that came from a comic book. Just once I would have liked one of the characters to, uh, when they're out there scrounging for food, to come across a, a comic book store. You know? And have break in and go, oh man, look at this. They've got freaking Amazing Fantasy, number 15. And everybody else is... Whoa. So first appearance of Spider Man. Do you know how much this is worth? They didn't. They didn't do that. I did write a little story about a guy. You know what? This. I'm sorry. I got to stop for a second because this freaking background is starting to bug me. So yeah, you're just gonna. Just gonna have to see the. There. It's. not just don't want you seeing in the kitchen. Come on, man. They'll be creeping about my house anyway. You know, I did write a little story. What was I thinking of? What's happening? What, was, what am I doing? What's going on? I did write a, a little short story once called Fanboys of Doom, which uh, you can get on paperback. Not the, not you know, the, uh, I have a book out called uh, Then a Penguin Walked In and Other Tall Tales. And in it is a, a short story, Fanboys of Doom, in which a, a guy during the zombie, or after the zombie, it's, it's, it's after the zombie apocalypse has happened, right? They're now living in a world post-apocalyptic world. It's been a few years. There's still zombies. There's still a bunch of zombies out there, you know. Picture Walking Dead, where it is now on on TV. You know, they're like, what, six, seven, 10 years after Z-Day. But he learns that there is a comic book store in town that contains... Action Comics issue number 1 in a safe and the guy who tells him was going to get it for himself uh knew the combination to the safe and gives gives our main character a clue to what the combination is and so he he uh he, he had come to this point during the this post-apocalyptic time where he was uh dry he he was in charge of, uh, he was one of the scroungers. Basically he would go out with these teams and scrounge for food and and that kind of stuff. And just anything supplies and whatnot, you know, because of course they were growing food and they were hunting and stuff like that, but just whatever they might need in their walled community. And, uh, one day he finds a Winnebago and he, he takes the Winnebago and he keeps it, he keeps it running and all that stuff. And he, uh, he turns it into his mobile man cave, and he's got, he's got a, a widescreen in there and DVDs, and, and he's got a bunch of comics. And then he finds out that there's this Action Comics number one in this comic book store, and he ends up having to uh, fight off just a, just a horde of zombies to get to that comic and get, out, get it out safely. So just so would like to see that in, a, in, a, in, a, in The Walking Dead. And it, and it kind of makes me angry considering that The Walking Dead is based off of a comic book, why why they never did it. I never finished the comic. I'm trying to. I'm trying to finish the comic. They have all of the trades through Hoopla Digital, but I can only check out five comic books a month. And so I'm slowly trying to get the, the, the series finished. So maybe something like that happened in the book. I don't know. I would like to think that they would have put something like that in for us fanboys and girls who are watching the show because we read the comic and we read the comic because we love comics, right? Throw us a frickin' bone. All right, uh, so that's all the questions. We're not getting any questions uh, in the live stream. So I'm gonna wrap it up. I just wanna say one quick thing. I finished watching the first season, which is all that's out right now, of our flag means death over on the HBO Max. That's a, a Taika Watiti show. He produced it. I'm sure he had he had some writing involved, maybe. Maybe he created it. I don't know. I don't have that stuff in front of me. Never prepared. But he was in it. It's a it's a it's a pirate show. And he played Blackbeard. And it's about a guy uh who whose name I Reese Darby, I think that's his name. I like think he's a New Zealander. It's like Watiti. I don't know why I said it that way. That's rude. But uh Reese, if that's his name, he plays a guy named Steed Bonnet who grew up wealthy from a wealthy family whose father did not like him because he was a a bit of a a weakling, a bit of a coward. He was not a a man, basically. He wasn't a man. And so obviously, that apparently deserved hate and scorn from his father. He enters into a loveless marriage that was pretty much arranged for him. And uh, he ends up leaving his wife to become a pirate. And he's really into the idea of being a pirate, but he's, he's not, he's not a killer. Blood makes him squeamish. And so he hits upon the idea of being a gentleman pirate. And, uh, he has this crew that he, he reads to them Pinocchio every night before bed. And, uh, they always say, if there's a problem on this ship, what do we do? We talk through it. And, uh, of course, they encounter Blackbeard, who is a freaking maniac, killer. Uh, But the two of them just hit it off. And it's just, it is such a good show. It's one of the best TV shows I've seen in a long time. So funny. Uh, The humor can be very subtle at times and sometimes very dry and sometimes very obvious, but such a—it's just a, a, a very well-told story. It's got a lot of people in it too. It's got um, Leslie Jones is in it. Um, Will Arnett shows up at one point. Fred Armisen is in it for a bit. It's it's really really good. If you've got the HBO Max, I I I would. I would urge you to watch it if you haven't watched it yet. Now, I know that, you know, obviously if everybody, everybody knows that Taika Watiti is the guy who did Thor Ragnarok. And I know that he did that, that vampire show, What We Do in the Shadows. I think it was a movie and then a show. And I've watched a bit of the show. It's all right. I need to watch more of it. Um, it's all right. It It didn't capture me. It didn't capture my attention like, Our flag means death does. And I think a lot of it, honestly, because when I watch the first few episodes, I'm like, this is okay. This is pretty funny. But there comes a moment, and I don't remember which episode it's in, but there's a moment somewhere within the last five episodes, it's a 10 episode season, where there's just this connection between Blackbeard, Ed, and Steed. And the moment that connection becomes apparent, I am just immediately drawn into it and just couldn't get enough of it and couldn't stop watching it today. Um, and I, maybe, maybe there, you know, it's... The, those two characters together just made the show for me. Just the, 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 the their interaction. And there was the moment in particular. So Blackbeard comes onto the ship and he ends up staying. And uh, I'm not gonna, th- there was an original reason, a nefarious reason why, but I'm not gonna get into that. I don't really wanna spoil a lot. But he ends up sticking around because he really likes steed and steed really likes him and it does develop into something that is more than friendship but the moment that it kind of dawned on me that not only were they were they becoming really close uh but that it might develop into something further the, there's this episode where where blackbeard decides he's he he's he's going to leave the ship it's time for him to 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 go on and find another adventure. And uh, Steed doesn't want him to leave. So he they, they have to go into town to buy oranges because they've run out of oranges because Steed had to cook, make a cake with like a, an orange glaze on it that took like 20 oranges to make. And then there were the 10 oranges that they put in the cake. Uh, but they have to go into town to get oranges because the, some of the crew members, or at least one, was already starting to get scurvy. And while they're in town, Steed apparently buys a treasure map. And uh, he had to spend, he had to pay a lot of money for it. But he, he does it, you find out, because he doesn't want Blackbeard to leave. And this treasure map is a way for him to have an adventure with Blackbeard. And, may, and just give Blackbeard a reason to stay for a while. And Blackbeard agrees to go with him on this little treasure hunt, even though he knows it's crap. He knows it's not a real treasure map. And at one point, there's <laughs> they're sitting around this fire um, because they they kill a snake. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get in all the backstory, but they're sitting around this fire. It's Steed and Blackbeard, and then Steed's cabin boy, and uh, they're eating this snake. And they just start having this conversation because Steed basically compliments him because Blackbeard's the one that cooked up the snake, and Steed compliments him for how great you know how the snake tastes really good and and that he should you should become a professional chef or something and and Blackbeard's like oh, maybe I will maybe I will become a professional chef and and uh, you know I'll open up my own place and Steed's like whoa I'd like I'd like to, to I'd like to come eat there and. Blackbeard says, "Well, you know, it's it's not going to be easy to get in. It's a, it's going to be pretty popular." And he says, "It's going to be called uh, Blackbeard's Bar and Grill." Well, <laughs> Steed says, "Well, I think you could you could find a seat for me." And He goes, "Well, when do you want to come?" And he goes, a, "A Saturday night." And Blackbeard says, "Ooh, Saturdays are busy nights. It's gonna it's gonna be hard for me to find a seat for you on a Saturday night." And Steed says, "Well, I'll come in on a Monday then." And Blackbeard says, "Well, I can find you a seat on a Monday. That's." That shouldn't be too hard. The place is called Blackbeard's Bar and Grill and Other Delicacies. And then he starts adding to the, to the name of the restaurant. And I think the last thing he says is, and fish, uh, fish and tackle or something like that. It's a bait shop as well as a restaurant. And Steed goes, hmm. nobody wants to walk through a, 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 a bait shop to get to a restaurant. He says, no, what you need is, a, is, is just open a gift shop in the back. And then when they're done with their meal, you can say I, I hope you enjoyed your meal. Do you know, did you hear about the gift shop? And <laughs> Blackbeard says, "Well, okay, what 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 would they say?" And Steed says, "Ooh, hmm. Not really interested in the gift in 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 buying any gifts today. Thank you." And, and uh Blackbeard starts to get upset. And he goes, "Well, that's not the kind of person I I, you know, don't, don't want them getting mad because I'm trying to sell them something and then they're going to leave the restaurant. And Steed says, oh, but then there's somebody in the back that says, Ooh, a gift shop. I heard you talking about a gift shop. I'm really interested in that. I'd love to buy some gifts. And Blackbeard says, "Ooh, now that's the guy I want in my restaurant. That's who I want in my restaurant. That's who I need to need to find. Who is that? Who is that guy? And, and, uh, Steed says, oh, well, that would be me. And then Blackbeard just gets this like, Oh man, that's so nice. And I just, just that, that's the moment that I realized, oh my God, these guys have this connection and they just love each other. And they're so cute together. Blackbeard and the Gentleman Pirate. It's just such a good show. And uh, I didn't, I'm not spoiling a lot. I guess I did kind of spoil something. I'm sorry. I'll have to make sure and put that, that I spoiled. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. I'm sorry. I mean, I am and I'm not. I am. I don't want to act like a real tough guy. Yeah, I'm not sorry. I spoiled it for you. I am. I'm sorry. I probably shouldn't have mentioned uh, what their relationship develops into. I mean, that's not like a huge spoiler, spoiler. You kind of see it coming. But, uh, it kind of made the show for me. It made the show interesting. the The relationship between those two it it really got me hooked. But yeah, that's it. That's the that's I guess that's going to be my episode today, folks. Um, there's usually a little bit that I like to say here at the end, and uh, I usually have uh, like some show notes here that I that I run down. Let me let me see if I can find those for you real quick because I didn't, I didn't. Uh, I again, I was not prepared. I actually had to run out to do a couple things in town before the show started. I thought I'd be back in plenty of time and I I got back like 15 minutes before the show was going to start. So here's here's usually what I say at the end of every episode. Are you ready? I want to thank you all for spending this time with me today. I had fun. How about you? Yeah, I wrote that down. I don't always say that. But there's a purpose behind it. I had fun. How about you? Well, let me know. Send me an email to justanotherfanboy at gmail.com and tell me what you thought about this episode right here. And you know what? If you do, I'll read it out on a future episode. I also encourage you to subscribe to the show, leave us a five-star review, and share this episode with a friend. In fact, if you never want to miss an episode, subscribe to the newsletter at List dot justanotherfanboy.com. It is a sub stack, but it's totally free. And with it, you will get each and every episode sent directly to your inbox, including the new The Superman Super Show, Monday, April 18th. Trailer is out now, supermansupershow.com. And hey, nope, I skipped a part. <clears throat> the next bit is The theme song for this episode was written and performed by Derek Nybarger of Atomic Zombie Records. Find more of his music at AtomicZombieRecords.Bandcamp.com. And hey, you want to be cool? Join in on all the fun over at the Patreon. For as little as a dollar a month, you'll not only get the complete warm and fuzzies knowing that you're helping me support my family, but you're also going to get immediate access to the My Other Podcast Podcast. This releases every Friday and with rare exception, is only available to my patrons. You can join now at patreon.com/slash Steven R or. All links will be in the show notes. And with that out of the way, that's usually where I kind of end it. And I try to, you know, since we're we're getting all raw and uncut here, I try to end it with a way for me to then segue into, uh, and until then, so I'll, you know, join me here on Thursday for another JAF classic episode from November of 2006. I haven't, by this time, you know, by the time I have recorded, when I'm recording Tuesday's episode of Just Another Fanboy, I will have already listened to the JAF classic episode I have planned for Thursday so I can kind of give you an idea of what's going to be in it, but I ha- I haven't listened to it yet. I just know it's a it's episode number 14 from uh from November of 2006. And so that's the point where I'd say, so join me next week for that 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 that, you know, come just another fanboy just do blah 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 from 2006. And then I would say, until then, my name is Steven and I'm just another fanboy. That's that's how I would end it. But I don't, I don't, I don't want to end at this point. Even though nobody's watching, if you could see me right now, you'd see my sad face. Uh, but we've been going for an hour and nine minutes. New mutant dropped by. Tip my hat to him. You know. I tried to point out early on that even though this is episode number 250, I have recorded more than 250 episodes for just another fanboy because you know, the first round there was about I think I did 100, 131. But so let's all right, I'm going to I'm going to do a little math. So among these 250 include the 13 so far, J.A.F. Classics. So let's just go ahead and subtract those. So that would make 237 of the new, the second round of Just Another Fanboy. But then, when you add the 131 episodes of the first round of Just Another Fanboy, that puts us at 368 episodes, folks. But uh, we'll get there, because... I am releasing them as part of this feed. The only reason I'm not counting them, somebody had mentioned at one point, you know, well, technically it's not 250. It's it's more than that because you're old episodes. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I could do the whole legacy thing like Marvel Comics likes to do and DC Comics likes to do, but those episodes aren't available anymore out there. If they were still available out there, then I probably would have started when I when I restarted Just Another Fanboy, I probably would have started up at episode number one thirty two. So since I'm incorporating them into this round of Just Another Fanboy, then once they're all released, then they'll then they'll be part of it. Oh, Alan, just let me know he's leaving. Alan, if you're still here, thanks, thanks for hanging out, brother. You Made my day. My day is made. My day is made. All right. Well, there's like a part of me that's still hanging on, hoping that someone will just kind of join, you know, almost an hour and 15 minutes later and just be like, Hey, I wonder if Steven's still, it's pretty sad, isn't it? (laughs) It's pretty sad. All right. That's it folks. I'm wrapping it up. I'm going to say goodbye. I'm going to say you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to wrap it up. I'm going to say my ending bit. And then once I do, I'm going to hit end broadcast and we will be done. I know I was shaking my head if you're watching the video, but now I'm nodding it. We will be done. So, yeah, check out the trailer for the Superman Super Show. It's out now. You can go subscribe to the podcast. It's not quite on every podcatcher just yet but it's on apple podcasts uh i haven't checked spotify yet um it's on it's not on google Podcasts yet they google podcasts i'm sorry but you drag your feet too much it's on overcast it's on a couple of others but uh it's on amazon music if you listen to your podcast through amazon music or through audible it's there as well so yeah go check it out go subscribe because it's going to be a fun show it's really fun we've done three episodes so far we got three episodes in the can and we are meeting on let's see it's not this monday the 11th there'll be more of an official announcement i'll talk about it more as we get closer but we are we meet once a month or so where that's the plan we meet and then we 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 do like three to four episodes that's the plan we did three the first time we've only done it once we're meeting again on the 11th, Monday the 11th, 7 p.m. Central to record, hopefully, the next four. And uh, just like the first time, we're going to live stream it that time as well. There's a, there's now a new YouTube channel for the Superman Super Show. Go check it out. Be there for that live stream. And uh, be a part of the magic as we read through all the Golden Age Superman comic books. Until then... My name is Steven, and I'm just another fanboy. Be nice to each other. Bye bye, Daddy. Bye bye, Daddy. Good job. (laughs) All right, well, it looks like uh, it's showtime. We've started. Uh, I don't quite see anybody here yet. It's just me. I have to be honest with you, folks. Um, I really kind of was running late for this sucker. Uh I ran in uh at the last minute, so I'm a little unprepared, but that's all right. That's okay. That's it wouldn't be just another fanboy if I wasn't late and unprepared. That's really that's really what we're saying here. So all right, I'm just trying to get a couple things ready, folks. Okay. Let's see here. Um I can't tell if this sucker is oh